following is a podcast from Echo, a student ministry at Victory Family Church. We meet every Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m. For more info, check us out on Instagram at echo.victory. So like she said, my name is Alyssa Archer. Ben and I, we get the privilege of pastoring Echo. And so if I've never met you, I would love the chance to get to meet you. And if this is your first time, I want to especially welcome you because I want you to know that you are already loved and you're already family. So you don't have to do anything. You just you show up and you are family. And so I'm going to actually go ahead and invite my husband up. And if you guys could just give him a round of applause. And while he's coming up, I know they're going to pass out some papers. Just know that those papers, they don't, they're not in correlation with my message. Those are something for you to take home and read over because today I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. And he's such a big topic that I just wanted to give you additional information to help you with your understanding of him. But I asked Ben to come up here because we wanted to talk to you guys. Um, So as you know or have maybe guessed, I am pregnant. Um, I did not eat too much. And so we found out last Monday what we're having. So we wanted to tell you guys, because you're family and we love you. So drum roll, please. Awesome, awesome. So we are having a baby. Boy, come on, somebody. So baby boy Archer will be here in May. It's okay. We'll have more. So baby boy Archer will be here in May, and we're super excited, and we wanted to share that with you guys Um, because we love you. So let's go ahead and pray, and we'll jump into the message. Father God, we thank you so much for today. I thank you, Father God, for the ability to talk about you and your spirit. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this message. I ask that my words be your words. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So like I said, we're talking about the Holy Spirit today. And um, the title of my message is Holy Spirit Who? And so I titled it that. Because I think so many times we talk about God and we talk about Jesus as we should, but we kind of forget about the Holy Spirit. And so there's a lot of question marks around who he is, what he does, all of that stuff. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of an introduction into who the Holy Spirit is. Because he is the one that we actually do life with here on earth. And so I'm going to ask you guys to turn to John 16, verse 7, verses 7 and 13. And I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. And so in these scriptures, this is actually Jesus talking to his disciples. And it's before he goes up to heaven, and he's explaining to them what is going to happen. He's telling them about how he has to leave this earth, and he's telling them about the one who is to come. And so Jesus says this, however... I am telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is profitable, good, expedient, advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I don't go away, the comforter, counselor, helper, advocate, intercessor, strengthener, and standby will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. But when he, the spirit of truth, the truth-giving spirit comes, he will not speak his own message on his own authority, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. He will give the message that has been given to him, and he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. So when Ben and I first started in Echo, it was about five years ago. 
And so I wasn't on staff or anything. And at the time I was in grad school, I was working full time as a counselor. And so I was super busy, but my heart was to be here to be helping him out, to be supporting him, to be the loving pastor's wife, to be loving on you guys. And so I did my very best to be here as often as I could. And I did my very best to talk with him about everything that was going on in Echo. And so we would have lots of conversations, you know, being first engaged and then being married. We would talk a lot about everything that was going on in the ministry because I just wanted to be in the loop so that I could help him out. And so I remember one weekend in Echo, Ben, we couldn't find him, and there was a leader that was looking for him. And so she comes up to me, and she's like, hey, have you seen Ben? And I was like, no. And so we looked for him. We couldn't find him. And so I was like, well, what is it that you need? Like, maybe I can help you out. And so she goes ahead, and she tells me what it is that she wanted to know, what she was looking to find out. And I thought, okay, I can answer this question. Like, I'm Ben's wife. We talk about Echo all the time. Like, I think that I can speak on his behalf, right? I'm here a lot. Like, I'm trying to be in the know. So I answer the question according to how I felt Ben would answer it, according to the information that he had given me. And so I answer this question, and I was super excited because I'm like, yay, I hope somebody, like, look at me go. And the leader looked at me and was like, yeah, I'm still going to need to talk to Ben. And I was like, Ugh. It was like I was second best, like I wasn't good enough. Like, I, I couldn't speak on behalf of Ben, even though he was my husband. And so I don't know if you guys have ever felt second best, but it's a pretty low feeling. You just, you don't feel good enough. And so I kind of guess that sometimes the Holy Spirit might feel that way. Like, we talk about God and Jesus, but we never talk about him. People don't even understand him. They're like, Holy Spirit, I don't understand. Like, is he a ghost? Is he a dove? Like, is he fire? I'm not really sure what he is or what he does. I know, like, we mention him sometimes, but who is the Holy Spirit? And so we don't give him the honor that he's due. And so my first point for you tonight, to give you that introduction of who he is, is the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. He's not a ghost. He's not a dove. He is not fire. But he is, in fact, the Spirit of God. And so it's God the Father, it's Jesus the Son, and it's the Holy Spirit. They all three together, they are God, they are the same, but yet they're different and have different approaches and different responsibilities and different things that they do. They're the same, but yet different. It's really mind-boggling, but that's just kind of how they, they roll. And so right now, God and Jesus, they're the ones in heaven. Like Jesus left this earth thousands of years ago. He's not here with us. But it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that's here on earth with us. Whenever you're trying to figure out what to do and you feel that little nudge on the inside, that's the Holy Spirit. Whenever you are sad and you feel brokenhearted and all of a sudden you feel that peace comforting you, that's the Holy Spirit. Whenever you're talking to God and all of a sudden you hear this still small voice, that's the Holy Spirit. You see, guys, he is the one that we are walking through this life with. He's the one that we are doing ministry with. He's the one that we are partnering with. So isn't it important that we know who he is and how he functions? And so when Jesus, back in our verses in verse 7, he tells his disciples, I'm telling you nothing but the truth when I say it is better that I go away. I can just imagine his disciples were probably like, okay, Jesus, 
wait a second, you're the Messiah, and you walk on water, you fed thousands of people with fish and a few loaves of bread, you heal, like, almost everybody you come into contact with, like, are you sure it's better that you go away? But what his disciples didn't understand was that Jesus was actually limited. He was in a human body, so his human body limited him. He could only be in one place at one time. He could only be ministering to so many people for so much time. Like, he had to go to sleep. He had to stop and rest. Like, he had to eat. Like, he had to regroup himself. He had to stop and pray. Like, he was limited. And so he knew that, and he said, but no, there's one that's coming. It's the Holy Spirit, and you see, he's not limited. He, as soon as he entered this earth, he has the capacity and the ability to minister to every single human being on this earth, 24 hours a day, seven days a week for your entire life. From the time that Jesus left this earth till the time that this earth is done, he has the ability to do that. And so when Jesus says, it's better I go away, it's because he loves you so much. He loves his children so much that he said, I'm going to send one to you that can minister to you in a way that I can't. And so when we look back in our verse in verse 7, my second point for you today is the Holy Spirit is our comforter. And I picked this version of this verse because it goes into detail, more detail about who he is. You see in the Bible when it gives different things or different people names, that means that that's its function. And so the Holy Spirit in the Bible has about 95 different names that he is referred to. So that's 95 different functions. That's 95 different abilities. But in this verse, we have seven. So in it, it says he is the comforter. When you're brokenhearted, it's the Holy Spirit who's going to come alongside of you, and he's going to heal you and give you peace. He's your counselor. We go to our friends who are 12, and we think that they're going to give us the best advice in the world. But if you're a Christian, you have that spirit on the inside of you, the God of the universe living on the inside of you, who knows how many hairs are on your head, who knows the future, who knows the past, who knows the things that we will never as understand as humans, and yet we don't go to him, but he wants to give us the best advice possible. He's our helper. He's going to help you with your math test. He's going to help you have that difficult conversation. He's going to help you do things that are beyond your imagination that you don't even know yet that you're going to do. He's our advocate. He fights for you. You don't even have to lift a finger. But it's the Holy Spirit who is fighting on your behalf. He's our intercessor, meaning he's praying for us constantly. He's our strengthener. And my favorite one of all is the Holy Spirit is our standby. Do you know what that means? Stand by? That means he's literally standing by, waiting for you to need him. He's literally like, hey, I'm here for you at all times, 24-7. I want to help you. He is on call for you at all times of the day, day and night. Doesn't matter if you wake up at 3 a.m., guess what? He's there ready to help. If you're walking down the hallway and maybe you're afraid of a bully, he's there ready to help you. Maybe you're struggling with your math test. Well, guess what? He's right there ready to help. The Holy Spirit is there for you all the time. And so if you've ever struggled with knowing God's heart, if you've ever thought, I don't think God's a good God, which is a normal thought to have. But if you've ever had that thought of like, I don't know if God's a good God, the Holy Spirit gives you a little bit of an insight into who God is because remember, the Holy Spirit is God's spirit. 
they have the same heart. They have the same desires. They want the same things for us. So it's actually in this verse, it is God who wants to comfort you. God wants to give you the best counsel, the best advice. It's God who wants to help you. He's the one that wants to fight for you. He's interceding for you. He gives you strength. And it's God whose heart is saying, I want somebody there on earth for you to be your standby. And so that just shows you how good of a heart that our Father has. My third point for you is the Holy Spirit is our direct access to God. Back in our scripture in verse 13, it says, For he, the Holy Spirit, will not speak his own message, but he will tell whatever he hears from the Father. So no longer do you guys have to go to a temple, talk to a priest, and hope that maybe God answers. We don't have to go to a pastor or a leader and say, Hey, can you tell God this for me and ask him this? We don't have to do that anymore. Instead, he, if you're a Christian, he lives on the inside of you. And all we have to do is just talk to him. It doesn't matter. You can whisper. You can shout. We, can, we just have to talk to him. He's there. And so the Holy Spirit is our ability to access the Father, the God of the universe, at any time of the day. If you have any questions, any concerns, if you just need somebody to talk to, he is there for you. If you turn to Acts 1.8, it says this. This is Jesus talking. He says, but I promise you this. The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and you will be seized with power. And you will be my messengers to Jerusalem, throughout Judea, the distant provinces, even to the remotest places on the earth. And so that leads me into my last point. The Holy Spirit is the one who empowers us. And so Jesus says this, I promise you this, he's giving us a promise. Jesus himself is saying, I promise you the Holy Spirit will come and he's going to give you power. He's going to give you the power to minister to people in, in your country, in your city, in your community. I have given you this power through my Holy Spirit. And so, but it's only through the Holy Spirit that we have this power. And so whenever we get saved, we get a portion of that Holy Spirit. And so I want to show you guys this. I want to make sure everybody can see my lovely demonstration. It's going to get messy. So whenever we get saved, we just get a portion of the Holy Spirit. We don't get access to all things. We just get a little bit. And so here, this, the water is the representation of the Holy Spirit. We are the jar. So you just get a little bit. So yay, we got a little bit of the Holy Spirit. But you're like, No. I want more. I want all that the Holy Spirit has. I want to be the one that's walking around. I want to be walking through that power in the Holy Spirit. I want that. And so whenever you get filled with the Holy Spirit, it's as if you get so much of the Holy Spirit that it just, he just flows out of you. So much so that you can minister, that you can have that power, that same authority that Jesus had. And so back to verse 7 in John 16, Jesus says, I promise you. It's better that I go away because you want to know why? It wasn't just so he could send his spirit to minister to you. But he's, he said that because he wanted his spirit to minister through you because he knew he was limited. And so he said, my children are going to be on this earth. So I want them to continue the works of the ministry. I want them to continue doing what God has called me to do. I can only do so much, but God has called each and every single one of you to continue on the works that Jesus did. 
So whenever you get filled with the Holy Spirit, guess what you can do? You can lay your hands on the sick and they recover. You can raise people from the dead. You can lay your hands on somebody and their blind eyes will be open. People will become who were deaf can now hear. You guys have that ability. You guys have the ability to help people get their chains falling off from them. You guys can have that ability. But it is only through getting filled with the Holy Spirit. That is the only way to do it. Jesus has commissioned each person in this room. I don't care how old you are. I don't care that you're in fifth grade. Jesus doesn't care about age. It's his power that matters. But if you want to have that power, it happens through getting filled with his spirit. And you might be thinking, okay, Alyssa, that sounds cool. But how do I do that? How do I get filled with the Holy Spirit? How do I have access to all that God has for me? Because, guys, let me tell you, coming and sitting here on church on a Sunday, that's not all that God has for you. He's called you to be saved, yes. But he's also called you to go out and do the works of the ministry. So this is only part of it here. This is just a little bit. This is us filling you up so that you can go out and do all that God has called you to do. You are able, you are capable through the Holy Spirit. And so your first step to get filled in the Holy Spirit is one, giving your life to Christ. So if you've been saved, if you are saved, step one is done. The second step is this saying a simple prayer. And so I'm going to give everybody the opportunity to get filled in the Holy Spirit tonight. And so what happens is if somebody wants filled with the Holy Spirit, if somebody else lays their hands on them and they say a prayer and that person who wants filled repeats after them, and all you do is you speak out that prayer and you believe it in faith, just like salvation. It's very simple. I want you guys to know our God only gives good gifts. And so when you ask to be filled with the Holy Spirit, you get that impartation of the Holy Spirit. You get completely filled with him. You now have the same power and authority that Jesus had when he walked on this earth. You have that same capability. But actually, you, you get a little bit more of something. Has anybody in here ever had like a, a made-up language or a secret language that they had with a friend? Like you made up like this language when you were younger? Okay. Nobody else understood you, right? Like you guys talked to each other. You guys could communicate with each other. And nobody knew what you were talking about. And so when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you get that same language with God. You get that same language with God. You're not going to maybe know it intellectually when you get it, but you have the ability to say a prayer, to pray to God in a language unknown to you. And so it might sound weird, and that's okay, but don't let your mind stop you. So not only do you get filled with all the same power that Jesus had, but you get a secret language that you can talk to directly to God. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to ask everybody to come up front right now. Everybody come up front. Don't worry, I don't bite. <laughs> oh, wait, can I? Everybody come up front. Squish in a little bit. guys squeeze in squeeze in and so I'm gonna ask every, them to lower the lights a little bit 
and I'm gonna ask you guys to just bow your head and close your eyes. Nobody's looking around. We're not talking. We're not touching our neighbor right now. Right now our focus is we're just focused on God. So everybody in this room, let's go ahead and bow our heads and close our eyes. And so if you're in here today and you're like, I'm not sure if I'm going to heaven, but I want to give my life to Christ. I want him to be Lord and Savior of my life. I believe that God sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins. And I want to live for that God. I want to live my life for him. And so if that's you today and you're saying, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to know today that I'm going to heaven. I want you guys to just go ahead and, and raise your hand. Nobody's looking around. This is between you and God. down. We're just going to wait a little bit longer. Everybody's eyes are closed. Anybody else in here say, I want to give my life to Christ today. Awesome. So I'm going to ask everybody in this room to repeat after me. Father God, I come, I come to you in Jesus' name. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus is the Son of God. He died on the cross for my sins. And Jesus, I receive you to be my Lord. I am now a child of God. And I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give it up for those who gave their life to Christ.